for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. The guy at Walmart was following me around, like, because there's really nobody else in there. And he's like, what, what else can I help you find? And I'm like, all right, this is all right, buddy. This is what I need. I need some ibuprofen because I got a kicking headache. Oh, I had a headache today as well. Man. It, I think it was because I was so dehydrated. <gasps> same. Yeah, and I had the same problem. This That's why you saw, uh, like, when we were out at the farmer's market this morning, I was drinking so much water. Mm. And I was just like, you know what? I got to make this work. Yeah. So. You don't realize, do you? Because like the heat really takes it out of you. Yeah. I mean, I was drinking a coffee this morning because sometimes I get headaches if I don't drink like yeah. a coffee, which is really bad. That's like what this thing is for. <laughs> yeah, I don't drink energy drinks. To be fair, like I'm pretty much all about coffee. Yeah. But I thought that might help me, but it kind of didn't. So oh, I should have been drinking water like you. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is one of those things where I woke up this morning. I was up at seven, which that's usually about when I wake up. You know, it's not a big deal. It's mm-hmm. it's a it is what it is. And then I was sitting here and it was still so humid in here. Mm. And I was just like, it was cold and I liked it, but I was still sweating or the humidity mm-hmm. was just sticking to my body. And mm. I'm like, all right, this is uncomfortable. So I took a shower and I woke up or and then I was just so dehydrated. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make sure I just drink as much water as mm-hmm. I can today. And, yeah, that's the best best thing to do. But it has been super humid. It's because it's well, it's been raining this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, it hasn't rained here for like two months. Yeah, which I, is kind of crazy. I took a video of it because we haven't had any rain in Texas for really? for a really long time, and I was going to send it because so I work for a news station, mm-hmm. and I was going to send it to our meteorologist. And be like, hey, what is this wet stuff falling from the sky? I don't know what this is. And my boss is like, yeah, you can do that. That'd be funny. But he'd probably be just look at you like, what are you talking about? Uh, Oh, no. That's kind of funny, though. I mean, if you haven't seen rain in ages, like... Mm -hmm. We don't get that problem in the UK. It, like, rains every other day. So, like, being here for almost three weeks and it hasn't rained once... It's been really nice. It's been really nice. But then it's obviously been raining like this weekend Mm -hmm. and it's not been as hot. And that's also been nice. But as you said, it's been super humid. Like I'm walking down the road and like, I'm like, things are sticking to me because it's like, it's so humid. It's like the moisture just going on my arms and it's horrible. It's like not nice. (laughs) Well, so we are live. This is uh, the live and amplified live cast jam session. This is our substitute six year anniversary stream. Um, and I'm sitting here with Nia Nichols. She, we were both in Memphis. We have two separate cameras. You know, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, and we're just sitting here talking about the humidity here in Memphis. And so have you noticed, does your, in, is, do you have to prepare differently for a show here in Memphis because of all the humidity and the allergies and the hay fever and... Oh my god, it's been so like okay. So I don't really suffer. I'm not allergic to really anything at all. I get mild hay fever back home, like not even always. Like I haven't had it this year. Like I get a little scratchy throat since being in Memphis. Has been horrendous. I sound like I've got a cold all the time. I've been trying to drug myself up on like you know Sudafed and uh, like 
antihistamines mm. i'm trying to drink more water i've been like you know putting honey in everything nothing's really worked it has been terrible and it's just now i know not to come back in july mm. because this has been unbearable and even now you can hear it like i sound like i got a cold it's just ridiculous so it's been really difficult to prepare for shows like mm. i won't like because i'm always trying to like compensate for like a certain notes that mm. i can't hit because yeah. i'm like really struggling i don't want my voice to break but you know it is what it is yeah. and you just gotta power through it as a singer because it's it's never gonna be completely perfect you yep. might have hay fever you yeah. gotta deal with it yeah <laughs> actually i'll tell you the uh secret that my buddy told me flow nase it's like the nasal spray oh right because when you're taking when you're taking nasal spray that's more proactive Whereas mm. if you're taking like Sudafed, that's more reactive. Oh, okay. So if you get yourself on a like a <clears throat> Sudafed cycle, mm -hmm. you'll notice it starts clearing out. Or oh, not a Sudafed like cycle, Flonase. Yeah. I've seen them around because like, I've been going to Walgreens all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like asking everyone, well, what works? Because the one thing here, you guys, like you're like over-the-counter medicines here are way stronger than what we get in the uk so i've been trying to find the strongest thing trying to fix me and i've been seeing those like sprays but i literally i've never tried them before so i kind of like avoided it because i didn't think it would work but that's kind of interesting that's a good tip yeah i need that for sure it you know it's one of those things where i was taking sudafet like it seemed like i was going through a pack of Suda like a uh, 32 count pack of Sudafed. Mm -hmm. I was going through it like every two or three weeks. I'm like, this is supposed to last me a month. Wow. And he's like, yeah, that's because a you're a you're buying the discount brand. I was buying the Dollar General brand. <laughs> but secondly, it's like, yeah, you need to take Flonase or Sinex or whatever, and you know, mm -hmm. then you'll notice that it starts working. So huh. that is really interesting. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna remember that. Awesome. So you've been in here in Memphis for three, well, technically you've been in Memphis for two weeks. You went to Nashville for, you were there for about a week? Yeah, about a week, like five days-ish. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you uh, doing here in the States? Okay, well, so, um, <clears throat> sorry. So I started off in Memphis and pretty much the whole goal whilst I was here was just to gig as much as I possibly could. And, um, and you know, I've got a lot of friends here in Memphis, more so than I do in Nashville. And I've just sort of connected with people a little bit more over here over the past few years. And, you know, you've got people like Mark Parcell, mm -hmm. who you've just met, and he runs South Main Sounds, which is this songwriter venue here in town. And it's probably like my favorite place to play ever because, you know, it's all about original songs people there to listen to you and everyone's so kind mm -hmm. and friendly um so coming to memphis that was my plan just to gig as much as i could play south main sounds nice. and then i wanted to go to nashville because like i'm really close to nashville yeah. um so i did a little bit of recording over there i recorded uh, a new single which should be out in a few months and then um when i came back to memphis my friend i don't know if you met brad at south main sounds yesterday he was doing the sound I had the mask on. I briefly talked to him. He's really nice, and he actually um, he's filmed a few of like my first ever music videos. Yeah. Um, so I asked him. I said, "Would you mind like filming a video from this song I just did in Nashville?" So he did, and it all worked out really well. Nice. So it was like a really good sort of scheduled visit. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. I wish I had more time here in Memphis but it's also very expensive here in Memphis. Mm -hmm. That was the first thing I realized. I was like, there's this fine line of, all right, you're going to pay 
X amount of dollars and you're going to be in an okay motel. We're at a Lakinta Inn right now. Shout out to Lakinta for letting me do this. Even though they don't know, but you know, it is, um, you know, or you could like pay $200 a night and you could stay in a really nice hotel and have a good experience or go to a lower priced hotel and you're in the middle of a not so nice area. In the middle of the hood. Yeah. And so it's just kind of like, you know, I, my dad was telling, or my, I was talking to my dad yesterday when I got back and he was like, how much did you pay for the hotel? And I was like, oh, I paid like 160 a night. And he's like, yeah, that's about the going rate. And I'm like, no, I can go to New Mexico and I can get a hotel for 70 bucks a night. Mm-hmm. This is not the going rate, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, so uh, basically the whole plan for this is uh, if this is a new style of the podcast for us, uh, we're going to have you play some music. We're going to talk about it. And, you know, you've been on the podcast, I think, five times at this point. Yeah, quite a few. Love it. Yeah. Thanks for having me back. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it, you know, it's funny because I was sitting there, I was like scrolling through our last podcast and you're not even off the last 25 episodes, I don't think. Like, so it shows me the last 25 episodes and I think you're like right at the bottom. Oh, right. Because we had you back on, did we have you on in June? I think or, we, I think, I think so. What was, when was your last single release? It was um, end of April, end of April, I think. So maybe it was like May. Yeah, we had possibly. you on in May then, because we. I remember you were pr- promoing the new single, and I reached out like, "Hey, you want to jump on?" Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's how. And then that I think that's when you told me that you were coming out to Memphis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then that whole snowball. Yeah. Happened. So. Love that. But uh, let's go ahead and have you play a song here really quick. See how this goes. Um, what song are you going to play first for us? So I'm going to play actually my latest single, which is the one I did release back in April. Um, and it's a song I wrote um, about all the conversations my best friend and I used to have whilst we were in university. And we always used to get like these creepy sort of met. I mean, every girl gets it and probably every guy gets it as well from some random girl. But like we noticed it a lot that it was always these random guys that would never leave you alone. You know, they're always messaging you every single day relentlessly and it was never the ones that we actually wanted to message us Mm -hmm. which is story of everyone's life i think (laughs) and so i thought it was really funny and so i was driving home from university one day and i live about an hour and a half away from my campus um but i went home for the weekend and I kind of had this line go through my head of everybody sees me but you. And I thought, oh, I need to write a song with that because that's really cool. Um, and then this song happened and it's my latest single and you can find it on Spotify. And I hope you like it. I need to clip my throat. <laughs> no, you're good. <clears throat> oh, God's sake. If I crack, just ignore it. <laughs> we got you. You're, under, you're good. Yeah. My mother says I'm really good at talking. Friends say I'm confident when walking. My horoscope says I'll meet a stranger at noon. Then there are those boys who really want to know me. Ask me for my number and a date so they can show me how cool they are expecting me to fall through. said and done it's like everybody sees me but you but you don't see how i long for you every 
to say goodbye. Tell me, don't you see it or not? You don't believe it, I'll let my exes say goodbye. It's true, cause my heart lies with a lot of DMs sitting on my phone from all these boys who I don't even know. But when I reply, I pretend they're you in fantasy. Oh. And I know you've got your life figured out. Once you leave college, you'll settle down with your high school sweetheart and start up your family. No. It's like nobody sees you but me But you don't see how I long for you Every wicked minute of my life For the fact that I grow so blue And never we have to say goodbye Tell me, don't you see it or not? You don't believe it, all of my exes say goodbye It's true my heart lies with you. And I wish on every lucky star that by some happenstance you'll see that I'm the one for you. Baby, I was made for you. And while I dodge these calls from these silly boys who want me till they got me, then it's null and void. And Dreaming of I do because I was made for you. Don't see how I long for you whenever you look into my eyes Or the fact that my heart grows so blue Whenever you leave me I cry Tell me don't you see it or not You don't believe it all if my exes say goodbye It's true No Heart lies with you. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Now, well, this is the song that you kicked off last night's show with, right? <clears throat> or would, yeah. Um, it might have been. Oh, actually, I'm not sure. No, that was If You Want a Sign. Was so, it? I, um, played that one because i played south main sounds oh, my first week yeah. in memphis and it was live streamed so i think i probably did that one first then mm. but i always try to do new songs every time i'm at south main sounds because nice. brad is sort of like uh <laughs> he sort of set up this whole thing in my head now that every single time i'm at south main sounds i play new songs mm. and now i feel like i can't go back on that and play songs that i've done <laughs> it's like it's like a challenge and i gotta yeah. i gotta get it <laughs> I mean, luckily that you're only playing, what was it, like a half hour set? That's how I think. Yeah, it wasn't even that. I think it was like 20 something minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it was like five songs. And so it, it's at that point, it's pretty easy to be like, okay, I'm going to play new songs, different songs. Yeah. And, and that's really nice, you know? Yeah. That's and, good. 
I got a kick out of when I was there. I saw on the wall that it said something about no covers. Yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, that's funny and interesting. Yeah, yeah. I know. They're all about original music. That's which, the place to go. Which that's great. I like that, you know, because like original music is, you know, mm-hmm. what what a lot of people should be striving for because I can't stand like cover bands and all that stuff, <laughs> you know. Well, it's not so much cover bands. I like some of them take the uh, angle of well, all the good songs are already written, so why, mm. why to try and compete? And it's like, <laughs> no, that's not the point. Yeah, but, that's not the point. Uh, oh, so, man. how have you been? In, uh, how have you been enjoying uh, Memphis? Oh, I've loved it. I mean, this isn't obviously my first time being in Memphis, but it is my first time, you know, without my family. Mm. Um, normally, I I come with my parents. Um, I came here with my brother this time. Um, and that's been really, really fun. It's been really interesting. It's been a very different experience to how it normally is with my parents. <laughs> but he loved it as well because he hasn't been in Memphis uh, since he was 19 and he's like 27 now. Um, and he loves the blues. Yeah. And so when he was here, he was like mind blown about how good everyone was. You know, someone would just get up on stage and they do some like blues lick and he just loved it so it's been a lot of fun it's been really great yeah that's cool i saw you posting photos and i for whatever reason i thought your brother lived in the states or somewhere around mm-hmm. here and then you told me no he's from england or he lives in england yeah. and i was just like oh okay yeah because <laughs> when you told me that you were coming that your family wasn't coming i was like i vaguely remember you saying or every other time you come the family comes with you mm-hmm. so yeah so it's been a it's been a new experience but it's been really nice and it's something i've really wanted to do like i absolutely love traveling with my family because my parents are my best friends you know yeah and like my dad i need to give my dad a shout out because he messaged me the other day and he was like you always mentioned your mom like on these podcasts you never mentioned me <laughs> so dad i'm mentioning you yes number one fan um but yeah so it's always so much fun when i come out with my parents anyway and like they they drive me around they take me to all the gigs um but it's just something that you want to do you know i'm 22 now and i haven't been traveling since before covid um so i feel like i need to make up for all the time that i haven't been traveling because everyone i know is out doing their thing by themselves and i'm like i gotta do it i gotta keep up so it's been really fun for sure for sure it's uh it's definitely been interesting because, uh, like, as I, I'm kind of getting to that point where I don't think the trip to Blackpool is going to happen right now because mm. passport issues and financing issues and all that fun stuff. That's annoying. But it's like I've never traveled abroad by myself. Oh, okay. And so it's like in my head, it's like I'm not going to have a car, you know. So yeah. how do I get around? And everybody keeps uh-huh. telling me like, oh, well. You, if you fly, because I'd have to fly into Manchester, I wouldn't fly into Heathrow, uh, right? Yeah, mm-hmm, I'd yeah. have to fly into Manchester and then take a bus or a train up to Blackpool. And I was like, "Well, that scares me." I've all like my diehard stance on traveling is no matter what it is, I want my own car. So if I don't feel right about the situation, I'm or the same. I, uh-huh. you know, it like I want my immediate way out of there. Like mm-hmm. if something starts mm-hmm. going south, or you know, whatever it is. I know I've got a car, my car, whatever car, and I can leave. Yeah, I'm exactly the same with you on that. I mean, I haven't had a car since being here, but I mm. did in Nashville. Oh. So I drove down to Nashville, which was an experience to say the least. Um, 
but it was fine and i really as you said like i liked knowing i could go wherever i wanted and mm. i've been relying on uber since yeah. being here which is fine but also like i don't know it's it's time consuming when you can yeah. just get into a car and drive but yeah. like hopefully you'll be all right if you do end up going to blackpool like you'll figure it, it all out and you'll be okay yeah it and it's one of those things where you know it's it's just an experience that I've never had. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I've traveled, traveled kind of internationally. Like if you consider going on a cruise to the Caribbean islands with my parents when oh, I was nice. 18, you know, uh-huh. I don't really consider that traveling internationally because it's all, you're like landing in the most Americanized part of uh, right. the countries. <laughs> uh-huh. So, and then I did go to Canada for oh, nice. like an hour. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was one of those things where, uh, we were living in Chicago. My dad was working in Detroit and he was like, Hey, I've got, you know, he had work one day and then he had two days off and then he had to go on like a really long trip. He was like, if you guys want come up to that de- or come up to Detroit, we'll hang out. I'll show you around Detroit, you know, and all that stuff. And one day he was like, Hey, let's go to Canada. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I don't have a passport. And this was pre 2001. So oh, like right, we could yeah. go across with just uh-huh. uh, the driver's license. It wasn't yeah. a big thing. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, that was fun. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, I love that though. That's uh, so cool. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's the extent of my yeah. international trip. Oh, I know. It's so sad. I... No, but it's like, for me, it's sort of the same as you uh, when it comes to like traveling. Mm-hmm you know, to the UK because you're going to have to, like, go to Manchester and then take a bus up. It's, like, that's the worst bit. Yeah. That's the bit where you're, like, anything could go wrong and I don't want to be stuck on, like, the wrong bus or the wrong this, whatever. Like, I mean, when we came over here um, a couple weeks ago, we missed our flight from, what was it, Chicago to Memphis. And it was so annoying. We had to wait seven hours for the next flight. But then after that, I thought... That's the worst that can happen. Like yeah. it is what it is. Like just go. Don't even think about it. Just wing it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's one of those things where you're in Chicago. <laughs> Chicago is not the worst place in the world, especially like where you were in probably O'Hare, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially where O'Hare is, it's really not the worst. Now, if you're out in mid or uh, where Midway is, Midway is not the best airport, but yeah. you know it is. Um, oh, I've always had bad experiences though with O'Hare. Like I think we've missed pretty much any flight that we have missed it's been in that airport (laughs) and i think they lost our luggage once oh Oh, man like i don't have good memories of that airport so i feel like from the get-go i'm always like miserable to be there (laughs) that's how i that's how i am when i'm flying through atlanta um really so every time i fly or if i take a flight and i have to go through atlanta i always know at any point i'm gonna miss a flight or i'm gonna get delayed or something Mm -hmm. Because every time I go through Atlanta, mm-hmm. I end up arriving like six hours later than I was originally supposed to, like to my final destination. Because yeah. like one time I flew up here or flew out to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was living in Florida at the time and I flew out to San Antonio for a job interview and I was connecting through Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Okay. The trip up, it was fine. I made all my flights, all that fun stuff on the trip back. It was, what was it, like two and a half hours from San Antonio to Atlanta. I was like, okay, not a problem. I'm going to take a nap because I didn't sleep well the night mm-hmm. before. Like, especially if I'm doing like a one-day trip, I don't sleep well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I put on a podcast that was three hours long. I, you know, sat down. 
and fell asleep. I woke up. I was an hour and a half into the next podcast that because there was like it was a uh, like a oh, thing yeah. and it just rolled over uh-huh. to the next one. And I look over to the people next to me. I'm like, "Well, is there something going on?" Because by my calculations, we should have landed two hours ago. And they're like, "Yeah, you were sleeping pretty good, so we just let you sleep." And I'm like, "Okay, what's going on?" Um, we're circling a lot around Atlanta right now because there's a really bad rainstorm and we can't land. Oh, God. Like, okay. And then as soon as I said that, they're like, ding, you know, whatever, whatever the little ding thing is. Uh-huh. Uh, we are having an emergency landing into Jacksonville because we are running low on fuel. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, God. And I'm like, uh, can I just get off the plane? Because my final destination is Tallahassee, and it's like a two-hour car drive. I'll go get a rental, and I'll just drive the rest of the way. Uh-huh. And they're like, you seriously want to do that? And I'm like, I'm going to miss my flight uh-huh. in Atlanta. I'd already missed my flight, technically. Yeah. And, you know, it was going to be like six hours for the next one, and then it was going to be an hour and a half flight or That's whatever so it was. annoying. And I was just like... I'm going to get out. I'm going to get a rental car. I'm going to be home before you guys even get to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. as soon as I pull into uh, um, my apartment in Tallahassee, I get a, an alert saying, hey, your flight's landed in Atlanta. And I'm like, yep, see, I knew that would happen. Oh, <laughs> so. no. That is so annoying. It is super frustrating, though, because you feel like you can't do anything about it, can you? You're just yeah. like, oh, my God. And especially when you know you're going to miss your flight because yeah. you're on the other flight, the first one, and it, like, goes past the time yep. that your flight, yeah. the next one is leaving, and you're thinking, oh, my God, this is so annoying. Yeah. You were telling me that uh, on your flight, so you're leaving um, to go back to England tomorrow, mm-hmm. and you have an hour to try transfer from a domestic flight to an international flight in newark Mm -hmm. luckily i don't think newark's that big of an airport i I don't think yeah i'm glad it's not like jfk or something if it was jfk it'd be like yeah you're good (laughs) you're you're, you might as well just schedule another flight yeah (laughs) yeah i'm like really hoping i do catch the next flight tomorrow but the the problem is i have two bags like well i have my guitar and Mm. then i have my suitcase um and that's the problem because they're not just sending the bags straight over to the next flight. I have to go get them, then yeah. recheck them. And my guitar takes the longest to come out. I hate putting my guitar through, um, you know, uh, baggage and stuff. Yeah. I'd rather carry it on. But you've seen how big my guitar case yeah. is. No one will let me on with that. No. Um, so I just have to like trust that they're not going to ruin my guitar yeah. and um, put it on the the baggage thing. Yeah. But that always takes the longest to come out because. You know, they put the fragile sticker on. Apparently, someone's handled it. Like, they haven't put it on the conveyor belt or something. So, it took me, like, 15 minutes to get it last time. And that's pretty much why we missed the flight, you know? And it's like, I appreciate the carefulness that you're handling my or your guitar with. But... Hmm. I got things to do. Like, but you know what? They're not even handling it, it with that much care because every single time I get it, there's a new dent in my guitar case. So I'm thinking, I don't know what you're doing with it. You're saying you're handling it with care and it's yeah. taken 15 minutes to come out, but it's still been battered and I can tell <laughs> all my stickers are chipping away. And ugh. At least it's the, <laughs> at least it's the case and not the guitar. Exactly. Well, that's why I take that case because yeah. like, I could take a soft case, but... I'm never really sure if they're going to let me on with the soft case because it still might be a bit too big. I don't even know. So I'm thinking 
in that chance, they say, no, you can't take this guitar on and it's the soft case and yeah. I'm kind of dead. Like my guitar is going to get absolutely destroyed. Yeah. So I just take the hard case just in case. <laughs> completely understand that. That makes total sense. It is so annoying. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, this is your instrument. This is your livelihood. Mm -hmm. This is the reason why you're here. So take the hard case, protect the instrument. And if the case gets banged up, yeah, that sucks. But mm, yeah, it's just the case. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so hopefully tomorrow we'll be okay. But another reason why I got this guitar, because normally I have my, um, my jumbo guitar, my Epiphone. Um, but I didn't bring it this time because I knew, well, before COVID happened, we could fly straight into Nashville. Yeah. So it was like, they had a direct flight only for a, I guess a couple of years yeah. and then when COVID happened they've stopped it so now you have to get connecting flights um and then we landed in memphis anyway and i knew we were going to chicago and i was so worried that if i took my other guitar that they were gonna lose it because that guitar has sentimental value you yeah. know what i mean i got it when i was 14 in nashville it i've taken it everywhere with me but I had this feeling, don't take it with you this time. Yeah. So I took this one and it's brand new. Like I got it for my birthday in May. So I would never want anything to happen to it. But I just had a feeling of don't take your most sentimental valued yeah. one. Like, cause I just feel Chicago going to lose it. So it's, but it's been nice though, having a different guitar, you know, it's yeah. been, this is lighter as well. It's not as big and it's easier. So I like this and I'm glad they haven't lost it. <laughs> I'm honestly kind of surprised. I've just recently realized how much thought and um, thought musicians put into the type of guitar that they get. Like it's not so much mm. like the type of guitar, but like the size of it. Yeah. There's a musician that's based out of Nashville. She bought a guitar because it sounded good, but then she realized it was too big for her. Oh no! And so she was like, it, it was too uncomfortable for her to play. And I was just like, oh yeah, I guess that would be it. Like, cause in yeah. my head, it's like, oh, all guitars are, kind of the same you know mm -hmm. but no they're not so i used to think that as well because uh when i bought uh my epiphone guitar which is the jumbo guitar um i was 14 and i did not understand well I, even now i don't understand mm. anything to do with guitars all i know is if i like the color of it then i'm good to go yeah. um but i got this guitar and i didn't realize it was a jumbo one yeah um so a few years later you know people would always make comments about how big it was compared to me because yeah. i was 14 yeah. you know and like teeny and um and i realized a few years ago when i got like it was a yamaha guitar like this but yeah. it's blue and it was so much smaller than my other guitar and i thought what like i don't know if i like this i think i prefer jumbo guitars but actually this is way more convenient and yeah. it's not as heavy it doesn't hurt my shoulder when i have the guitar strap it's like so much better but i'm so used to the big old guitars yeah. <laughs> that's all i've ever had so um i finally learned about that now but i didn't even know either when i first started yeah it's just one of those things where if you're not thinking about it it's no. like oh, oh yeah. yeah and until you're like in that situation where it's like Oh yeah, I guess that is a thing that I probably needed to worry about. Yeah. So, um, so you've been in today's technically, yeah, today's technically your last day in Memphis. You played an awesome show at uh, the farmer's market, <laughs> which I've got some cookies over here. We're going to try these things out here at the end of the show. Cause I don't, I've heard a lot of musicians say that they can't eat cookies before oh, yeah. they say, <laughs> no. okay, so we'll wait till the end of the street before we do the taste test here. Awesome. Um, so I, I did notice that your set for the show today or over at the farmer's market was 
way different. You were incorporating a lot of cover songs. Mm -hmm. It was there a thought going into that, or was it just every? I'm more background music for mm. like what was kind of the thought process going in as you were planning out your set? Yeah, for for things like the farmers market, it's better to do more covers than originals because you are essentially just background music. Um, so that's kind of why I I decided to do more covers than originals. Um, but I still like to put a few originals in, and it's always really nice when people you know tip you whilst you're singing an original because you think oh i'm doing something right um but yeah that that's pretty much why i do it because it's pretty much background music and like people people like the covers yeah for sure and you know it's just kind of funny because i've never been to the farmer's market like this and usually any farmer's market there's like one setup and everybody just kind of rotates out like they bring a team in to use their setup and you know and then everybody kind of swaps out but this one was a little bit different it looked like every, each artist had their own setup is that usually how that operates or i've never actually i can't remember the last time i played a farmer's market and saw another artist there i think i don't know if they tend to just have one musician for the farmer's market because mm -hmm. last time when i played there, i played two hours yeah um, and I didn't see any other artists come in after oh. me, but I think Mark, I think he sort of got me in as, uh, like, Oh, well we have this hour spare. Like, why don't you just come on and play one more time before you yeah. leave? So I don't know if they tend to have more than one musician or just one. Um, but I suppose so. Like they probably would just bring their own equipment, yeah. but obviously, cause I'm from the UK, I didn't bring any of my equipment. Yeah. I've got to use everyone else's. <laughs> hey, that's fine. That's yeah. not a huge issue. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're, for some people. <laughs> yeah. You're here in Memphis, you know, and your, your setup's pretty strip back you like you can strip back your setup and i'm sure you mm -hmm. like for bigger shows um was it for the last single release that you had a did the full band show mm, or i can't remember oh well the last single um i didn't do i did like a live stream i think okay. uh so that was all stripped back yeah. as well probably the last time i did a full show single release was right before covid which is crazy <laughs> so long ago didn't you just have a full weren't you practicing for a full band show? oh i did have a show yeah. it wasn't like a release or okay. anything like that but yeah no i had that show and that was that was good because i was like i remember talking about it on the last podcast yeah. unless my brain's just like <laughs> no, so fried no. i yeah so i have been performing with the band and and that's been really fun and i've got a new band together now so i'm working with them um nice. for the summer gigs which is which is going to be good. Yeah. Summer's almost over though, but you know, I know. Well, you know, it's kind of funny cause I'm obviously here in July. That's pretty much when most festivals happen, but yeah. there's a few like big ones back home in August, um, that I managed to get into. Nice. And so like these guys, they said they'd help me out with it, which is really fun. And so, yeah, we're just gonna, we're gonna rehearse. We've only got a few weeks once I get back to rehearse everything, but they're so good that yeah. they pick things up so fast. So nice. it'll be good. That's awesome. Uh, let's jump into another song here. Um, what song are you thinking about right now? Um, well, I thought I'd do one that I played yesterday at South Main Sounds, which I'm never going to release, but I thought it would be fun to play anyway. <laughs> oh, is this the Fairweather Feminist? No, no not no. that one. Okay. Well, right. maybe I could do that one. Uh, but this one's called Blue. Okay. Um, I thought I'd do it just because, uh, well, I'm kind of thinking about not straining my voice right now gotcha. it's so annoying i feel like i'm being really uh precious about it yeah. but um because i hate doing that like i hate just i just want to get on with it and not yeah. think about it but oh my god it's been really bad it's probably because i was at the farmer's market yeah. <laughs> but um yeah i thought i'd do this song uh i'm never gonna release it never really gonna put it out 
I don't think um, I say that. You never know. Uh, but it's one that I enjoy playing, and I played it for the first time yesterday at South Main Sounds, so I thought I'd play it again, and hopefully everyone likes it. Awesome. Cool. Here we go. Blue. I'm really fine, you know I'm doing well Career's taking off, I'm happy, can't you tell? Not a lot's missing, got a great group of friends We hang out on the weekends and sometimes evenings instead But if I could just change one thing, I'd have you here Cause this town feels so empty Now you're not near And I miss the way you stumble on all your words But I choked on the conversation I tried to rehearse do you think of me because i think of you so much they say i'm turning blue so much they say i'm turning blue and smart everything I wish to be I drive myself crazy wondering what you're up to is she lying in your bed is she kissing you Cupid must be cursing both you and I he almost succeeded but our schedules declined and your best friends must hate me for letting you go for the record i hate myself too but you wouldn't know do you think of me because i think of you so much they say i'm turning blue so much they say I'm turning blue If I had a dime for when I almost called you I'd finally know if money could buy happiness was true If I followed my heart instead of my stupid friends I'd be happy in your arms not her instead do you love me still because i love you too so much they say i'm turning blue so much they say i'm turning blue like the ocean in the cold english rain i'm blue until you want me Again. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> Thank so you. That was blue. 
Mm-hmm. You'd mentioned before you started playing that you have no intentions on releasing that song. No, not at the moment. I mean, I've got a few sad songs queued up to be released, so I'm going to have to write a few happy ones before I release a third. <laughs> but yeah. So it's... it. So you think eventually you'll release it or just not immediately? Or is uh, it... what? What's kind of the... Uh, the hold back on not releasing that because it's a really good song I enjoy thank it thank you so yeah. um, uh, to be honest I don't really know I just when I first wrote it I probably thought yeah I really want to release this but then I wrote another song and then I really wanted to release that and it kind of just keeps getting pushed back you know the next single that I'm going to be putting out it's called I Wrote True Love Song I wrote that two years ago and that's a song that I really really wanted to record and release mm-hmm instantly but then i wrote another one and it was a bit more upbeat and it made more sense to release that so i recorded that one and bit by bit it just kept getting pushed back and it's been two years now and it's only just gonna be released now so Mm. it's just one of those things you know like it if another song's been written and it fits more with what i'm releasing at that moment then i tend to put that one first Mm. i would like to release this but as I said, I've got like two sad songs yeah. queued up to be released, and I don't know. I think that'd be really sad if I released a third. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I mean, Taylor Swift's made a lot of money releasing yeah. sad songs, so. I mean, it'll be ready for like autumn and stuff, and isn't there like a thing of sad girl autumn? Yeah. So I, I can release an EP of like all my sad songs I've written this year. I was gonna ask, have you since you have such a back catalog of music have you thought about releasing like a proper ep or maybe an op not yet again it's one of those things i really do want to do because i think it'd be really worth doing an ep but honestly it's a struggle just to release singles at the moment like trying to get things all sorted and like organized and released when i want them to be released Mm. so i feel ep at the moment I would rather wait to be mm. honest until I think I'll know when I'm ready to release yeah. an EP so at some point it will happen it will definitely happen but not right now which is really annoying <laughs> I feel that you know it's one of those deals where like I mean I talk to every musician about this and EP and LP it's cool if you're like consistently playing gigs or going mm-hmm. out and you know you have like I mean, the the <coughs> album that you get or the right, it's an EP that you gave me, right? That's, um, it's kind of like an album. It's got like ten tracks, but they're okay. all singles, you know, stuff yeah, I've so already it, released. It, like you don't, you have it as hard copy, and so basically, what you do with an album is what you're doing with this mm. uh, album of single or unofficial album of mm-hmm. singles. I guess is the best way to kind of word that one. Yeah. Um. So. You know, it, it just kind of depends on what your show plans are like mm-hmm. and all that fun stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm hoping more and more gigs will come through. It's been a, it's been a good year for gigs. I've had a lot going on, um, which has been really, really great. Because last year, I pretty much... I won't say I had nothing last year, but things were still getting cancelled because of COVID. Mm. Even though, you know, festivals were technically back on, things were still getting cancelled left, right and centre. Um, so this has been the first year since all that kicked off where everything's been fine (laughs) and i've been playing more and more gigs so at some point i'll have to just sit down and sort out an ep because it'd be worth it you know it'd be it'd be good to do yeah absolutely especially if you end up coming well you've already said a couple times that you're coming back to the states Mm -hmm. 
you mentioned it most likely it'll probably be memphis again right or yeah i mean it's one of those things i want to see as much as i can of america like i have i do have family living in america not Mm. in tennessee um so i'd like to go where they are like in north carolina and stuff um but i do want to come back to memphis you know because that's where i got all my friends and where i really enjoy playing gigs so it'll definitely happen i'll definitely be back in memphis (laughs) for sure you know memphis is cool this is the first time i've been to memphis and uh you know going last night to south main sounds kind of knowing where we were going to be not that far off of beale street and Mm. it's like oh man it's all going to be street parking and in my because i don't street park a lot so it's just in my head it's like oh i gotta deal with street parking there's not gonna be and it's yeah but i know then we went to the farmer's market this morning and i was like oh more of the same and then there's a nice little parking lot right there and i'm like all right it looks packed though but let's see what this does and i ended up getting super lucky and got a spot yeah i know i know what you mean i'm terrible street parking i just oh god i hate it it stresses me out well it was one of those things where where i grew up like yeah in the city of chicago you had to do street parking all the time but where i grew up it was all it was in the suburbs so it was just not a thing yeah i found that where i went to university because i went to bath um and bath is a really really pretty city but oh my gosh there are cars parked on either side of the street and it like pretty much every road is a hill yeah and you know when you're trying to parallel park on a hill that is like the most stressful thing ever and i would avoid it as much as i could and when we had to look at student houses me and my friends in our third year (laughs) we looked at one house and we were like there's no driveway we're not living there (laughs) so we had to go look for another house that had an actual like driveway because none of us wanted to parallel park like only one of our friends could yeah and the rest of us were like nope not happening (laughs) well nowadays in these newer cars it's super easy to or it's not super easy it's easier Mm. to parallel park yeah but you know you brought up the situation in college where you were uh specifically looking for a place with a driveway and i thinking back on it it's like man i we should have probably been that way in college but for air conditioning so when i went so (laughs) my first year when i went to school i lived in the student dorms and so that was fine you know air conditioning you know all that fun stuff it was uh, super convenient and then I did an internship and then a couple of buddies that I had made they're like hey we're getting a house do you want to stay with do you want one of the rooms because it was a duplex that we were renting the whole house and they had six bedrooms and I was like yeah I'll take a bet one of the bedrooms they're like cool and you know in the back of my head uh, I didn't even think to ask hey do we have air conditioning at this thing Oh my and gosh. so we, I pull, or it was me and another one of the roommates. We pull in, and he's, we're, you know, we're unloading our stuff, and I'm like, I don't see any air conditioning unit, and my dad's like running around the house trying to find an air conditioning unit, and I'm in the house like looking for a yeah. control panel, and I was like, yeah, I don't think we have air conditioning. He's like, you guys didn't ask, and I'm like. Hey, I've not been a part of this process, but no, <laughs> we probably didn't ask. So. Oh my god, I would have thought it was just assumed, though, you know, yeah. to have air conditioning there. And so we ended up having to go buy every window unit. Like, it was it was an interesting experience, oh, to awful. put it that way. Yeah. Um, 
But you don't realize though until you're there, you know, you don't, you don't think to ask about those things, you know, yeah. like it's just like, I mean, our last house, um, I'm trying to think of a crazy problem we had and it's always such a stupid problem that could easily be fixed, yeah. but you know what they're like yeah. with students, yeah. you know, I think we had like, um, well, we had black mold everywhere in the house, oh. like everywhere in the bedrooms. And that was terrible for like three of my housemates because we were all singers yeah um and there's black mold everywhere but when we checked out the house we could see paint like chipping off from like the the ceiling yeah and we should have kind of put it together of like maybe there's some dampness there yeah. because like yeah. that's not normal yeah but you don't think about it at the time you just think oh this is just a cruddy little yeah. student house and it was awful and every single time we tried to complain they blamed us for it saying we weren't ventilating enough but it's like it's a bedroom with yeah. our windows open all the time like how yeah. could we ventilate it anymore but yeah. we've learned our lesson from yeah. that <laughs> and that's bad because like black mold will kill you uh-huh like uh-huh. there was a situation when i was in uh a freshman in college i worked for a bowling alley and i was a janitor and we had a um a, a one of the other guys that worked with us was pulling out boxes in the back of the bowling alley and there was a just black mold covered in all the boxes oh. and he the the manager was like yo you gotta go to the hospital right now oh go God. get go get tested make mm-hmm. sure you don't have a respiratory <laughs> issue you know go mm-hmm. go get your blood test yeah. and all that stuff and i was just like yeah that stuff will kill you so. yeah it was really yeah it was really gross because it started off in the bathroom which was kind of makes sense because like the vent wasn't working in the bathroom but it literally spread and we tried to get into the attic yeah. we were like there must be something in the attic but it was locked and we weren't allowed to go up and look uh, so we asked like the landlord or whoever it was like the housing agency can you look at it can you look in the attic because there is definitely something going on up there but they lied all the time about yeah. everything so they said everything was in perfect condition and we're thinking okay but it's literally there's there were water droplets coming down from my ceiling and it would like hit me on the head (laughs) it's like obviously this isn't perfect (laughs) they just oh man it was oh i can't they they stressed me out and made me so angry for that year because they're just they get away with it yeah yeah well, <laughs> but we've learned at least you're out of school now you don't have to worry about that <sighs> thank god <laughs> right yeah this last year was your yeah, last year yeah nice. honestly it's good to be out like i don't think i was ever the type of person to enjoy being in education like some people are just not like they yeah. just naturally love it and and they learn a lot and they get so much from it but i was one of those people where I would rather be doing than sitting in a classroom learning about it. Yep. Um, so, you know, university, I'm not going to say it was like a terrible experience. It was in the sense of like COVID completely yeah. destroyed two years of it. Yeah. And so there was no point being there or paying as much money as we were paying yeah. to be there because we we're doing it from home on our laptops. Um, so apart from that, I would say like, you know, I made some really good friends and like I see my friends kind of regularly even though we live far away from Mm. each other so it was an experience and i've learned about life and i think that's something my parents always wanted me to learn it wasn't about you know getting the degree or learning anything else you know with music or whatever it was more about getting your life experiences dealing with really cruddy landlords (laughs) dealing with really annoying people that you have to you know 
like work with in bands or in yeah. duos whatever and I definitely got that and I definitely learned something <laughs> but I, I'm really happy to be out you know it's been an adjustment year for sure yeah because I've you know been working part-time and also doing my music so it's been interesting but oh, it is a relief to be out like I'm I'm happy to be out <laughs> yeah, for sure it's I've been out of school now for 10 years yeah, I, I graduated in 2012, mm-hmm. and I'm just, yeah, I don't miss it. Like, there's yeah. some times where it's like, I miss, like, the buddies, like, uh-huh. always having buddies around. Yeah. Like, living with six of your best friends, it's like, yeah, you know, that that's an awesome experience. Like, oh, hey, I don't have class tomorrow. Who wants to go drink? Or who wants to go out? Or who wants to go do whatever? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, who wants to go play video games until seven in the morning you know yeah. like whatever it is it's like yeah let's do it and now it's just kind of like mm-hmm. i gotta work i'm sorry i know that's the thing trying to organize things with my friends now well actually i say that all of my friends stayed an extra year in university for like mm-hmm. masters yeah um so it was still kind of easy for me to say oh i'm coming down i'll see you yeah. like let's meet up because you know it wasn't like they were in school every single day, nine to three. It yeah. was, you know, two hours on one day and none on the Wednesday. Yeah. Um, so I could still go see them kind of whenever I wanted to, but they finished their master's now. They're finishing it up. Yeah. I'm thinking, how are we ever going to see each other now? <laughs> like, it's going to be really difficult, but I don't know. I, I'm one of those people that can just get on with it by myself. Like, I've got my mom. Mm. My mom is my best friend. And so we're always hanging out together and we always go and do things together because yeah. my dad, he works away as well. Yeah. So she's like, we're, we're just buddies. We, yeah. we just go out and do everything together. So I, I'm i fine anyway, but yeah. I know what you mean about missing yeah. hanging out with your friends. To speak about your mom, though, I've never met your mother, but she is awesome first uh-huh. off, because the first interaction I had with her was the whole what's the difference between England Great Britain and the UK uh-huh. and she sent me a child's map well, we talked about this on the last podcast she sent me a child's map like you get in first grade or kindergarten breaking down the difference between the UK England and Great Britain and I will never forget that that is the best thing anybody ever has ever done well, you know, she is a teacher, technically. Yeah. She used to be a teacher. Um, so like, she's still got that teacher knack. Yeah. If, if you ask a question, she'll be there like a shot, and yep. she'll answer it for you. <laughs> and then I think your dad has messaged a few times on, like, any of our live streams, I think. Mm. So, yeah, your, your parents are unofficially... Uh, no, no, they're not my parents. That's weird. <laughs> you know, it, they're, they're, I know what you mean, though. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just kind of funny that, like, that, when that, I was sitting there. I was trying to figure out the difference between Great Britain, the UK. Well, and, I still don't even know. She didn't send me that child's map. So, uh, do you know now? Yes. Oh. Yes. I so, like, England's a standalone country. The UK right. is everything but Northern Ireland, and then, or no maybe southern ireland one a part of ireland's not a yeah so so. northern ireland is part of uk okay dc braun i'm sure no you're in here he he'll uh yeah if you can help us out here we're uh (laughs) yeah we're we're struggling we're struggling a little bit over here (laughs) what it i never failed like u.s geography like i was always really good at that but like 
anything outside the U.S., it's like, mm. stupid American. <laughs> I feel like that's the good failsafe. Oh, my God. You know, I was in an Uber the other day, and I they were like, where are you from? And I said, UK. And they went, North Carolina? <laughs> I was like, mm, close, I suppose. <laughs> no, <laughs> not North Carolina. At least they didn't say, like, the University of Kentucky or something. Uh, well, oh, man, you know, we had one lady once... I wasn't there. I think it was my brother that spoke yeah. to her. And he, she was like, where are you from? I love your accent. And he was like, oh, I'm from London. Because yeah. it's easier to say London yeah. than specify yeah. where. And she went, oh, is that by England? <laughs> and we're like, oh, my gosh. It's the capital of England. Yeah. Bless you. Yeah. So naive. It's like, oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, for me, like, usually I'll just say the UK as a failsafe mm-hmm. because, like, I we work with some musicians that are from, like, Jersey or Guernsey, oh, like, yeah. some of the, like, oh, islands and stuff yeah. like that. And it's like, I think that's all in the UK. Uh-huh. So I'm going to just, because, yeah. I, like, I don't know if it's all part of England or if it's, they're all, like, my very limited knowledge of the uh yeah how that all works but you know yeah no that's a that's that's good play it safe just say the uk yeah. or you know london for me i say london i'm not even from london yeah. i just say that's where i'm from hey, you're from <laughs> south england right i am yeah but then if i want to get technical which i like to get technical in this i'm actually from wales uh-huh. so all of my family are from wales so i never want anyone to say i'm english because that's really offensive to say I'm English because yeah. I'm Welsh. <laughs> and English people would say the same thing if they yeah. lived in Wales. Don't yeah. call me Welsh. I'm yeah. English. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm always trying to... I always try to do that. When I talk to an American and they vaguely know yeah. the UK, I go straight into, well, actually, I'm Welsh. And then that confuses them. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> the, only thing the only reason I know the difference between Wales and like England is because uh, Rachel Selleck, who was kind of oh, like yeah. the first mm-hmm. introduction to the UK scene over there, she's from Wales. Yeah. And it was, so she was just kind of telling me like the difference. And I was like, okay, this knowledge is important. Yeah. Especially <laughs> as the podcast grows and we start working with more musicians and whatnot. So, uh-huh. yeah. yeah that's, that's cool. I haven't gotten any further than that. Yeah. So. <laughs> Don't ask me. I can't help. I'm, no. Well, even if I think I know the answer to something, I'm too scared to say it in case I get it wrong. Yeah. I just keep my mouth shut. <laughs> yep. That's usually my, yeah. the way I approach it because it's <laughs> like, I, I get really confident about something and it's like, Oh, nope, you're wrong. And I'm like, yep, this is why I don't say nothing. Uh-huh. This is I'm what. totally the same. So, <laughs> awesome. Um, let's go ahead and play. Uh, we're going to have you play a couple more songs here before we wrap the, up this podcast. But this has been going swimmingly. I'm really surprised how this has been going. I was really concerned last night I'm because I had my originally I was going to use my GoPro and my computer was like no i'm not gonna let you do this because oh. the gopro is like the new one and my computer's like 10 years old oh, right. and so i was just like oh no and then i was like oh let me plug in my phone there's a way i can do this on my phone and here we are so <laughs> oh uh, that's good though it's all yeah. going well so um what uh what song do you think I'm going to do a song called Forever Hold My Peace. Um, And it's a song that I released back in October, I Mm. think. And it's a song I wrote after having a dream about one of my friends. And in the dream, he told me he was getting married to his girlfriend. And when I woke up from the dream, you know, it's crazy. 
do you ever wake up from dreams and like you got like either you've been crying or like your face just feels really wet as if you like had been crying do you ever get that yeah oh because yeah. i had someone say the other day that they've never had that and they thought it was a made-up thing but i get that from time to time and it's like i don't know why i was crying in this dream yeah. <laughs> it was really random and it was i woke up and i thought this is terrible because this could actually happen yeah he could actually marry this girl that was in the dream so i thought i would write a song about it and um this is called forever hold my peace and i do have a music video out for it on my youtube channel so please go check that out because it's kind of like the first proper music mm. video i've done for a song in like a few years yeah. so please go check it out yeah. and i hope you like this awesome. can you look me in the eye and tell me that she's the love of your life she's a cool girl i'll give you that one although her attitude is awful she's got the face of a model and i guess you could say i see the appeal sweet guy but that's an understatement you've got a smile it's amazing to make me laugh when it's raining and i guess you could say you're the real deal and i know you two are thinking of forever you've got the matching rings but can i tell you boy you can do better Try to move on 
It's really, this is one of the songs that it's one of my guilty pleasure songs because as <laughs> like I I don't think I was your target demographic for this song. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's so funny. It's it, and that that's what I mean by like guilty yeah. pleasure song because like I remember I think I'd messaged you. There was one day I was driving from the store I think and I was driving back to my apartment. And that song just hit as I was coming up over the hill and I was just hitting the gas and flying through, uh, like, the little part of town that I live in. Mm. And the song just came on and it all made sense to me. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. And then, uh, so, like I said, I don't think I'm your target demographic for that song. Oh, everyone is the target demographic for that. (laughs) You know. Oh, I'll take it all. That's great. I love it. And then you'd mentioned uh, that you, this was like your first proper music video. And I remember this was part of the, um, the Patreon thing that you did last summer, right? Yeah, it was. It actually all worked out super well because I didn't expect to raise, uh, how much I wanted to. I think it was like originally... 400 pounds or something um and we raised more than that which was really great and we raised more than that very early on in the project which i was not expecting and so what i ended up doing was i did the music video and then with the the remain remaining like money yeah um I did the photo shoot for it and so you know like check out the photo shoot as well because that's probably one of my favorite shoots I've ever done and I hate getting my photo taken (laughs) I hate photo shoots they make me so uncomfortable but it was so much fun because I got my friend um Alex he used to be in my band as well I said can you be in the video uh not well yeah he was in the video but I asked him to be in the photo and dress up in a suit and I said do you know anyone that could play the bride and he had just started dating his now girlfriend but at the time they were just dating and he's like yeah yeah I got this uh girl I'm seeing Charmaine like you know she's totally up for it and I was like no way that she's up for this she's never met me and the first time we're meeting I'm putting her in my mum's wedding dress and she's walking down the aisle with my dad as well because I we had this whole photo shoot of my dad walking her down the aisle those two at the aisle me interrupting we also had my vicar my local vicar involved he was there like in the background and it was it was such a funny photo shoot and it turned out so so great so thank you so much to everyone who signed up to my patreon because could not have done that without you guys at all and it was so much fun i just remember so okay before we get to that 
What is a vicar? I don't know what that is. <gasps> oh, oh my gosh. What would you call it here? Like a preacher, maybe? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, he, he uh, runs our church, and it was probably the first time I'd ever met him. Um, my mum and I went over to his house, and we okay. knocked on the door, and we're like, hi, uh, my name's Nia. I'm, I'm a singer, and I was wondering if I can use the church for a photo shoot. <laughs> and he was like, oh, sure, yeah, great. Nice to meet you. And then I said do you want to be in it? <laughs> he's like, oh my God, yeah, I'm so up for that. And so, yeah, he uh, he joined in and he was super chill about it, super cool about it. Nice. All. Um, so yeah, thank you so much to Simon as well for letting me do that. Nice. <laughs> Learned something today. That's... Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that you did not have vicar as a word here. That's no. kind of interesting. No, it's a reverend, priest, or father. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what the equivalent would be, but I have no you idea. Know. If anybody in the chat can uh, help uh, settle this one, please uh, yeah. please chime in. We really appreciate it. Um, so you'd, uh, we talked about the Patreon thing that, that uh, you'd launched a Patreon. Was it begin or like beginning of the springtime? I think right because it was right before yeah, I year. went down to Florida last year while my mom was sick. You know, mm. I was dealing with all that, mm. um, and then I just remember. Uh, I had just gotten like the first, so I was a Patreon for that. Uh-huh. I helped support that. That was really cool. It's one of those things where it's like, you know what? Let's do it. And I thought I was just getting one care pack or like one package. <laughs> and then I come back because I was like, you know what? I'm going to be coming back like every few weeks and mm-hmm. you know, it won't be a big deal. So I didn't forward any of my mail and I was ended up staying there for three months straight and I came back. And I had like four packages from you sitting in my mailbox. I was like, what is going on? I had four packages from you and then I had a whole, like, so basically they had dedicated an entire uh, parcel bin to me because I told my post office what Mm -hmm. was going on. So like, hey, if uh, like Mm -hmm. my mail just starts piling up, Mm -hmm. my permission to just kind of put it somewhere, but Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And so they just put it in a parcel bin and I went and got it. And I was just like what are all these things from, you know, from the UK coming in? And I'm like, oh, I did do that, didn't I? You know? <laughs> so. That's so funny. Didn't you say you were going to, like, um, sign up, I don't know, sign up to other people's Patreons with lyric sheets or something? And you said oh, you're yeah, put yeah. a so, wall? So I'm still working on that. I, what That's I'm so trying cool. to accomplish is getting more lyric sheets from musicians. And mm. so in that way, for... Because what I really want to do is... I've kind of committed to redoing the back background for the podcast, um, and I want to make like wallpaper out of lyric sheets. That's really cool. And then just put our logo over the top of it, so it'd be like a wallpaper with all lyric sheets, and then you put our logo in like uh, cut out metal. Mm. Or actually, the other thing I was thinking about was a uh, like a kick drum, and mm-hmm. just uh, replacing the head and putting our logo. Oh, like, that'd be cool. Printing our logo uh-huh. on a uh, drum head mm. and just putting it in there, and yeah. That would be really cool. That would look really nice. Except every time I tell a drummer what I want to do, they're like, no, I'm not selling you my kick drum so you can cut it in half. (laughs) Are you serious? And I'm like, I just need a a kick drum that doesn't work or it's broken or, you know. And, uh, you know, that happened with um, Amber 
in Amber yeah. Redan. Yeah. She, uh, well, for people who don't know, she's a singer-songwriter here in Memphis, and she's awesome. And she was talking to me the other day saying she's been looking for a, a beaten-up piano for a music yeah. video she's doing. And she said specifically she wanted a beaten-up piano because she's going to be putting the piano in different locations, yeah. so she doesn't want to have a really fancy piano that yeah. works and sounds yeah. really nice because it's going to be like sort of thrown around a little bit. Yeah. And she said, but I could not bring myself to get like a secondhand piano that works and it looks good and then like beat it up myself yeah. so I just couldn't bring myself to do it so she was looking for one and then our friend found one on the side of the road yeah. <laughs> and he picked it up for her then he came to the gig uh, the other day and he said yeah I got your piano in the back of like my truck and we look out and there's just this beaten up piano and I, I was just thinking to myself man I love Memphis <laughs> that's awesome that's so funny it is it's just so random yeah and, you know, shout out to the Amber Ray Dunn. She like the last. So last night was the first time I'd seen you perform live, and it was the last time I'd seen her perform, or the first time I'd seen her perform live as well. And you both just put on an amazing show, even though it was like a twenty-minute set, and it was the 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 vibe was there, but it was like th- this is just like a little taste of mm. what's to come and yeah yeah it was fun to be with her i mean normally how they do it in south main sounds is you know you get two artists up on stage Mm -hmm. uh, like how they did with the first two guys you know um and they were gonna do that for us too but i was live streaming from my phone so my parents could watch it in the uk and it was around about two o'clock in the morning for them but they they really wanted to tune in and i wanted them to tune in so i went live but i wasn't sure how i was going to be able to do it um I, I would have figured out a way with two people well three people on stage because amber had her fiddle player yeah um but then mark was like oh we'll just put you on separately and yeah. i was like oh all right cool <laughs> that's well, I mean, special <laughs> it all worked out about the same because they put, yeah. like the two who who are the two guys that played before you i didn't quite catch their names um there's a guy called dutch i can't remember his last name and then the other guy um oh it's escaped my brain now as well. I'm I love the name names. Dutch though. Like that's a really cool name. Yeah. It's like I, I want a cool. Name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know it's it's so like, of course you're gonna be a musician with that name. Like yeah. that is really cool. I want to say the other guy. I I can't remember if they were like a duo name or if it was just him because there was him and um, his guitar player. Yeah. And he's. Uh, on the board of Memphis Songwriters yeah. Association. Yeah. So it's really cool to meet him. I think actually all three of them were. They're all board yeah. members, so that they're, was really fun. They're all a part of the organization. One of them was like a senior member, one of them was a board member, and then one of them was mm. relatively new. Super so. cool. Yeah, yeah. and I, I'm a new member of the Memphis Songwriter Association. Oh, nice. I know. They That's... told me that the other day. I was like, what? No way. <laughs> I will say, though, like, Memph- like I walked in last night, and uh, Mark was sitting out, so I got super lucky, and I was able to park like three feet in front of the oh, door. Great. So, like as, as I was pulling in, I saw somebody pulling out, and I'm like, I'm going to stall this. I'm going to hold up traffic until that guy moves because uh-huh. I'm not parking around the corner, down the street. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and so he pulled out. I pulled in, and I was like, All right. And I was looking around. I was like, I don't see South Main Sounds anywhere, and because I thought i saw it but it was a uh, south main nutrition's or so, like whatever the building yeah. is like two doors down mm-hmm. and i'm just sitting there and i see these two dudes that look like they could drink me under the table <laughs> sitting out in front and i'm like 
I'm gonna go walk over and just say hi to him and see, you know, see what it is. And then sitting behind him was the sticker for South Main Sound. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being Mark. And then I didn't catch the other guy's name, but mm-hmm. he was there all night. Yeah. And Mark is just a really cool dude that can that can drink. That dude can drink. <laughs> I will say that. He's so cool. He is cool. The when my brother um was in town with me he he and i went down to south main sounds for the day yeah um and my brother you know he he was there on a holiday you know yeah. so he was drinking beers wherever i was performing yeah. that's what he was doing um and it was so funny like watching him do that and everyone really got on with him and it's a shame we couldn't meet danny day because he's the photographer at south yeah. main sounds but i think he's away at the moment uh and he's so nice so lovely um and you would have got on with him really great as well. And so when we were in South Main Sounds a couple of weeks ago, they weren't playing a gig or anything. Yeah. They just sort of wandered over to say hi. And um, they were there. It was like Saturday afternoon. They were all just like, you know, day drinking. And then some other people came along and then they like had a few beers. And it was just so funny because they're all so friendly and like they just want everyone to be involved. And Reese, he was at it. And he was like, oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and in my head, I was thinking, OK, well, I got a gig. So... Yeah. I will not be joining on this. Yeah. Well, that, that was the dilemma I was having last night because I was I walked in and I saw they were serving alcohol. I was like, all right, I just had an eight-hour car ride. I think I can handle one, but I'm also very tired, so we're going to yeah. kind of have to see how this first one uh-huh. goes because when, when I know I got to drive, my limit is two. I, you know, it's one of those things where it's like I know what I can take. If, you know, unless I've got somebody else driving me, Mm-hmm. Two. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I'm sitting there last night. I was like, you know what? I'm going to have one. I was sitting there drinking it, and I'm like, yeah, this is the only one I'm going to have. Because yeah. I'm going, <laughs> there's yeah. no way I'm going to make it home if I have another one. Oh, and then I sw- that's bad. So it was, uh, it was one of those things. But yeah. South Wayne Sounds is awesome. And just like the whole vibe in that downtown part of Memphis. It's really nice. I love it down there because yeah. it, it's so arty and uh, it's just really cool. Yeah. And you got the arcade restaurant. Have you been there? No. I was. I didn't realize there was actually a restaurant until I was leaving. Oh. And I looked over and I was like, oh, that's a restaurant. Um, yeah. Maybe I should slide in there and get some food. You but- should so do it. I would say avoid like, you know, obviously the lunchtime hours because it's packed. But that's where Elvis Presley used to go and oh. He always used to eat and have his like famous like what was it peanut butter and fried banana yeah something sandwich um but he used to go there all the time so it's all very like well i say it's very elvis oriented it's not really but everyone knows that's where he used to go but yeah. it's just such a vibe it's like a cool american diner and i i recommend it going down nice. but maybe not when it's like lunchtime yeah. or anything like that like in between lunch and dinner yeah. or something you're probably good <laughs> yeah next time i come down i'll have to i'll have to swig in there because yeah. i was i was sitting there last night i was like am i more hungry than tired or am i more tired than hungry mm-hmm. and i just like i had a bag of chips that i had bought at walgreens before i went to south main sounds so i was like i'll just eat the chips i'll be good mm-hmm. ate the chips and i i was asleep like 20 minutes after i got home, I was, I was out like a light well it's just so when, when you're so tired you don't really know how you feel yeah because <laughs> it's, it's almost like you know you're hungry or you know you're thirsty as well and, yeah. but you're so tired yeah. you're just not focused on it and that's probably why you had a really bad headache today. And then I woke up this morning and I was like I only had one beer. Why does it feel like I drank an entire keg last night? What is this? And then I yeah. went out got some water, some aspirin and uh, yeah. took some Flonase because my sinuses or my 
allergies were a little rough this morning. So. Uh-huh. Oh, that is typical. That is typical, typical Memphis. Well, you know, I was playing a gig the other day, and I've sort of been struggling through my gigs in Memphis. I won't lie. And it's been really annoying, you know, yeah. but you just got to get through it. And I got through it, and then a few other ladies performed after me, and I went over to them afterwards to say well done, and they said, oh, you know what? thank you but I have a terrible frog in my throat like I just can't get rid of it and I'm singing and I, I can't sing and, and I said that's so funny because I'm exactly the same so it it's definitely maybe it's worse this year I have no idea yeah. but um, it's been pretty crazy yeah it's one of those deals where it's just like I don't even know where to begin because <laughs> you yeah. just gotta live with it yeah, <laughs> you just gotta much. get on with it oh. pretty much yeah, it's just one of those deals <laughs> yeah it's, yeah what can you do about it <laughs> like, I mean it reminds me of living out in Kentucky and that mm. was like the first time that I ever had hay fever or you know any of my sinuses or any of that stuff mm. so that was yeah oh. see I feel maybe if I came back next year I would probably be okay I think I would adapt to it mm. because a few years ago i think i was about 17 that's the first time i had hay fever back home yeah. um and again it wasn't anything, it wasn't like this it was just like a scratchy yeah. throat and it was really annoying um and then i think i had it maybe a year after that i don't think i've had hay fever since then yeah. like i i'm not i'm not one of those people that is allergic to much which is really yeah whew, thank god um but i think because i'm not used to how intense it is here yeah that's probably why it's hit me quite hard. So I, I, I feel like next year I'd probably be all right. Well, but I and you came here in July. <laughs> yeah, but I'm probably going to avoid July yeah. <laughs> next year. Well, and actually, so everybody keeps telling me there's this little trick that people do. If you eat the local honey, like yeah. over at the farmer's mm-hmm. market, you saw that there was a bunch of booths that had like honey for mm-hmm. sale. If you eat that or if you eat a tablespoon of that over, I don't know if there's like a... Like, you got to do it for a month or three, you know, how, you know, so you eat a tablespoon of that and your body builds immunities to the pollen that's Mm -hmm. local to this region. And supposedly that's really supposed to help with your allergies. Yeah. Honey is supposed to be amazing for everything, pretty much. Like a couple weeks ago, I was a little bit under the weather and my mom was like, get some honey. But the thing is, I couldn't find jars of honey here. All I could find was the one of the teddy bear plastic. Oh. And I was thinking to myself, I really don't think that's actually going to help me, but it's all I could find. So I had to just do it and I would put it in some like hot water and try yeah. and drink it. But yeah, it was interesting. Because that's not like real honey. That's just... Is it not? I, like, is there I mean, any honey in it? I, I, for me, just thinking like thinking about what it could be is it's probably just manufactured honey oh well that's probably why i didn't want well i felt like it soothed me slightly yeah. um i think it kind of did oh which is good but it's the only one i could find yeah you know and obviously i can't drive around so yeah. I'm, I'm stuck <laughs> well next time you play at the farmer's market uh Grab just the honey yeah, yeah. Th- there was honey everywhere i'm sitting there i'm like yeah, if I lived like I, I walked around. We'll, we'll get to the cookies here in a second that I bought. But I was sitting there walking around, and I was like, I could do like eighty percent of my grocery shopping here. Like they had, <laughs> they had catfish yeah. like right there, like fresh wow. catfish, like filleted and ready to go. And I'm like, okay, I'm not a big catfish eater, but they've got fish. Like that's yeah. cool. And then I walked down a little bit further. And they had a whole meat market sitting right mm-hmm. there, like they in their uh, freezer trailer, whatever it was. And I was like, 
okay, that's cool. And then, of course, you got all the vegetables and stuff. And then, like, where you were playing, if you walked down further there, they had somebody making fresh pasta. Really? I was just, I was like, <laughs> that's so cool. What is going on? It's really cool. It is such a vibe that. And there was, um, I don't know who it was that told me this the other day, but they said someone was playing at the farmer's market. Oh, no, I think it was them, actually. It was uh, my friend Donna. Yeah. Uh, she got me a few gigs whilst I was out here, so that's been really great. So thanks, Donna. And she told me she was playing at the farmer's market, and she was by the, the meat store. Yeah. And the guy liked her so much, he gave her, like, a load of meat or something. No. I, I don't know what it was. Like she, I can't remember what she said. And mm. she said to me, if you can set up by the meat store, do it. And I was nice. like... All right. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and then this morning, I, I ended up having a breakfast burrito. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, they had like a couple of food trucks over on the far side there, close to where I parked. And I walked over and I was like, man, I don't really want spicy taco. Like they had, oh, it was a lot of Mexican food over mm-hmm. there, which cool, fine. I enjoy that. But I'm sitting there, I'm looking at it and I'm like, man, I don't really want tacos because usually there's like a spice to that and I haven't mm. eaten anything all day. And if I, the first thing I eat is tacos, that's yeah not usually a good look. And then yeah. I saw at the bottom of the list, they had like a breakfast burrito and I'm like, oh, okay. And I was talking to the lady about it and she's like, yeah, that's farm fresh eggs, mm. like handmade tortillas, farm, like recently slaughtered uh, pigs for the wow. bacon. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, all right. <laughs> and so I, I take a bite and I look because I've never had farm fresh eggs. So mm-hmm. all the eggs, all the eggs that I have ever eaten or come through the store or whatever, and they're yellow. These eggs were orange, and I was like, mm, "Yeah, ooh, what is this?" Like, yeah, yeah. it was. It was but interesting. It was, it was a good. good burrito. Yeah, it was good. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Could have used a little bit more bacon, but you know, ah, that's that's just me. What I, can you do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just me. I love so, that. Um, let's play one more song before we wrap this up. Okay, right. Uh, what song are you thinking? I think I'm gonna do Cali Beaches. Okay. Um, I was gonna do the one that I'm gonna be releasing soon, but I played it a lot recently, and I, I feel like I need to keep a little bit of suspense yeah, going, which fun. is so annoying because oh, fun. the song should have been out by now. But um, yeah, so this is a song I wrote a couple of years ago. Actually, the same day I wrote the new single, I yeah. wrote your love song, um, and it's kind of funny because both of these songs are about. Um, heartbreak but one is like you know obviously more pining and the other one's more okay I've chosen my career over Mm. love or whatever and I always compare Cali Beaches to a Hallmark movie but the opposite of a Hallmark movie because you know in those movies it's always the girl she gives up her career for love blah 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 um in this song the girl gives up love for her career and she's wondering if it was the right thing to do uh, so if you like it you can find it on spotify as well and i hope you like this awesome here we go oh i need to dedicate it to my uncle jew and andrew my godfather because they really like this song <laughs> It's 3.25, I can't get to sleep Cause when I shut my eyes You haunt my dreams And I don't want to love you Or be heartbroken by you I post on the internet in hopes you'll see 
how well I am doing since the day that you left me, but we both see past it. Cause we always used to laugh about it And since the day you left I found a hundred silver linings But I didn't know losing you Would come with consolation prizes Cause I've got blue skies And Cali beaches and starlight you by my side but if I had to tell ya lonesome nights I stare at the ceiling wondering why love is misleading and I'm scared of sounding selfish and blue life is good but it's lonely without you <clears throat> closed doors there's a whole other story i keep quiet with my pride and my glory and i don't want to give too much away but i suppose there ain't too much to say flashing of photographs holding back tears all i ever wanted was to be standing right here but now i am no words can be found to express how lonely I feel now But I've got blue skies And Cali beaches And starlight And sweet big trees And I couldn't be doing better Without you by my side But if I had to tell ya Lonesome nights I stare at the ceiling Wondering why Love is misleading And I'm scared of sounding sad and blue life is good but it's lonely without you holding my hand and being my friend and telling me how happy you are for me life won't be complete without love or a melody i guess now i know the song you really can't have it all but at least I've got blue skies and Cali beaches And I couldn't be doing better without you by my side But is it worth the metal? Lonesome nights, I stare at the ceiling Wondering why love is misleading and I'm scared of sounding selfish and blue And that was Cali Beaches. Cali Beaches. This wasn't the first song of yours I heard. What was it? The Jessica? Was that? It might have been Jessica, yeah. Yeah, Jessica. I think that was the first. Cause did that come out about two years ago? Yeah, 2020. Okay, yeah. and then the next one was Cali Beaches, and then I think we just started having you on the podcast at random points in yeah. time after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Love that. I was sitting there, I was just like, wait, 
Because I had to go back and look before I came out here. I was like, how many times have we officially had her on the podcast? Because we had you on the first time back in 2020, and then we had you on New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you came on in November uh, for the uh, pan can fundraiser for my mm-hmm. mom. And then you came on again in January. We systematically made it to where January yeah, 1st. Yeah. You're the podcast. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so. I think it's been. Because I think also when I released my song Close to You, mm-hmm. I think I came on then as well. So I think this is probably like sixth time, possibly. Awesome. Yeah, this would be the sixth time. So. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's so crazy. That's it, so cool. It's just one of those things where it's like, you, I'm, I'm, as I've been doing the podcast more and more, you see like the regulars that uh-huh. come in and come on. So yeah. it, that's really cool. I it enjoy that. It is cool. So, um, so Cali Beaches, that's also a really good song. I was, I don't Thank know you. what I was going to say, but, um, <laughs> you know, it, you. it's been out for a little bit. Did you have an intention of doing a music video for that one or was it um i actually had a little homemade video that i made for it um and it was sort of made up of all the clips of me whilst i was in california so you can check that out on my youtube channel as well and you know give that give that a like and subscribe to my youtube channel (laughs) because in fairness i don't actually post a whole lot on my youtube Mm. um but if you subscribe, then you'll know when I do. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And then um, you've got the new single coming out here soon. Yeah, very that, that's soon. All, that's all we can comfortably that's say. That's I even know. <laughs> yeah. uh, what, what's the name of the song? It's called I Wrote You a Love Song. Okay. And uh, I, I have a feeling the title is pretty self-explanatory, but <laughs> what's the, uh, what's the uh, story behind the song? Um, okay, well, it's quite funny because when I first wrote it, I remember playing it to my parents and we were, we all sort of agreed, and this has happened a few times with songs that I've written and played to them. They say, that song can never leave this room because the person is either going to know it's about them or it's just really sad. And they said that about Jessica. They said that about If You Want a Sign and Forever Hold My Peace. And yet I end up releasing all of those songs because I think, why not? Um, and this is one of those songs that they said that to as well. But since I've been in Memphis, I think it's quite fun to tell the story of it because it's been like two, three years maybe yeah. since I wrote it. And I wrote it about a Memphis boy and I thought since I'm in Memphis it'd just be really fun to release it whilst I'm yeah. here but it was funny because when I played this song at a gig a couple weeks ago um I told them the story and I said yes yeah, song about a boy from Memphis and someone shouted in the audience don't blame Memphis <laughs> I was like I'm not yeah. blaming Memphis <laughs> I'm just saying this is what it's about yeah um but yeah it's it's one of my favorite songs I've ever written to be fair and I know that sounds kind of foolish to say because yeah. i've got a lot of songs to be written but i hope you guys like it as well when it does come out and you can keep an eye out on my socials for when it does and yeah. it will be out super soon yeah you played it last night didn't you i did yeah yeah, okay. yeah. i was sitting there like last night was such a random blur but like i vaguely remember you playing it so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i've been trying to play it whilst i'm in memphis um as much as I can just to sort of get the ball rolling and to get people to follow me and keep an eye out for it but yeah people have been really nice about that song and oh I'm really excited to be putting it out because I I keep putting it off releasing it which is really annoying because it is one of my favorite songs but as I said before you know I have other songs that get written and then I think oh I'm gonna put that one out now (laughs) yeah for sure yeah and I do see a common thread. Like, I think last night it was uh, Amber's mo- Was Amber's mom? Was yeah, she the one sitting yeah. next to me? 
uh, she mentioned that, oh, another song about a boy. Yeah. Uh, which seems to be a common thread amongst your music. Oh, and, for sure. I know. It's crazy. It, it is quite funny. But, you know, it's what I like writing about. Yeah. And I feel like it's such a songwriter thing. Like we all write about love or failed love. Yeah. And I love writing about it specifically because if there is a young like girl out there 16 year old or 18 year old girl or 21 year old girl and they listen to it and they think oh my god that's happened to me i think that's a success awesome perfect well we're gonna wrap up the podcast by trying these cookies that i bought from the made from scratch cookie company (laughs) there it is um they actually these weren't as expensive as i thought they were gonna be like when i saw fresh homemade cookies i was like oh these are gonna be like 20 bucks or something <laughs> so i thought it'd be cool to do a taste test here yeah let's play uh dive through the uh oh is it like all wrapped up oh is it dang it i thought oh. it was should i see if i yeah. ah they wrapped it up oh twice. okay all right i was just sitting there i was like okay that's professional see if i can open it if not i Oh, my hands are too clammy. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I can smell them though. They smell good. I was sitting here. I was just like, oh, okay, cool. And then, <laughs> yeah, let's see. Oh, no, no, don't fall. Don't need you to fall. That would be bad. <laughs> uh, we can get these things up. Yep, there we go. Ah, great. There we go. <laughs> but I guess, you know, being out at a farmer's market you know you need to double wrap these things <laughs> there you go all right thank you oh i got it oh, oh cute nice i thought for sure they were gonna be soft and sticking together but they didn't sit in my car that long so <laughs> right, oh, come there we go they look nice they're yeah. so cute nice homemade cookies so for all the cookie aficionados there, you know, I thought it would be worth a shot. So let's go ahead and try these things out. Yeah, there's a good sort of chocolate chip ratio there. That's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how we said, hmm, yeah. both at the same time. That was funny. I don't want it to pick up me eating on the mic. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. I, I like a good cookie. I bought some cookies from the farmer's market a couple weeks ago. They weren't these, though. They weren't this yeah. make. They were like peanut butter cookies or okay. something. Was it from the same company? or No, no. no okay. It was a different stall, I think. Okay. And they were cute. They were nice. Do they... Uh, I'm assuming, like, the farmer's market has got a rotating... Like, it's not always the same people there. I think so, yeah. I think mm. you're right. I mean, actually, that being said, I recognized a few people from before, but... I'm sure they probably swap people out. Yeah, I got you. That yeah, was good. Play. that was a good cookie. What yeah. would you rate that? Ooh, on a scale of 10, I'd give it a 9. That was a good mm. cookie. I'd give it a 9. Like, it's, it reminds me of my mom's cookies. So it's <laughs> just one of those things where it's like, it hits it hits home a little bit. So mm-hmm. I definitely enjoyed it. It was good. That was good. And good was purchase. Good. Now I got to... Oh, sorry, hon. <laughs> I interrupted you. No, you're fine. Uh, I've got a nice little snack for the drive home tomorrow, so. Oh, yeah. Nice little eight-hour drive home. Mm. Oh, man. Wow. What time but, are you leaving tomorrow? I don't know yet. It's going to kind of depend. It'll be, if I can get out of here at eight, 
cool. But if not, you know, I'm not in a rush because I got to work Monday. So I've got all day tomorrow to get mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as long as I don't hit Dallas traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Hopefully yeah. you'll be all good. You'll yeah. sail through it. Yeah, Oops. hopefully. But um, it's been an absolute blast. I'm glad we got this thing off the ground without a hitch. You know, I was a little nervous last night. I was sitting there. I was like, oh, it doesn't like my camera. It doesn't like the. Oh, no. And luckily we got it off the ground and it worked and no major complaints on the uh, end of the listener from what I can tell. So um, really glad that uh, we finally got this chance to meet and do some something different than the uh, occasional Zoom interview. Mm. Uh, definitely a different style of interview, which I've, I've always really liked this in-person thing. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, obviously during COVID, it wasn't yeah. possible. Yeah. So that's um, pretty cool. For anybody that wants to check out your music or uh, find you online, where's the best place to do that? Uh, you can find me on everything Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And it's all just Nia Nichols. Um, you can find me on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, wherever you stream music. I'll be on there. So just make sure to type in my name and it should all come up. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, if you guys. Uh, first well not here let me rephrase that one uh thank you everybody for hanging out um it's been an absolute blast uh this is a new style podcast for us it's not going to happen every time but as we get um guests in and whatnot we'll definitely try and shake it up as uh things start to come back to normal and i know central texas covid cases have gone down a bit so that's cool so hopefully we get to do this more and more awesome but anybody that's familiar with twitch i'm going to go find a channel to go raid and uh you know, we're going to go uh, hang out with uh, Sunfire TV. He's a really talented drummer out of Miami. So uh, we will see you all. I think the next podcast is Tuesday. Yes. I don't have my schedule in front of me because my phone is currently being used as a camera. So, but thank you all. And uh, we will see you all on Tuesday. <laughs>